Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. I spoke earlier today to Chris Gertison, who is the CEO of Nova Minerals. They're an ASX gold explorer with assets up in Alaska. If you want our thoughts and opinions on that conversation and the company itself, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. We can also find detailed company reports, commentary from market experts from around the world on a variety of commodities and the macro. There are training uh, videos there as well. We also do summaries of uh, other company interviews that we've done. And there's a community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other. And if you go there now and sign up for the waiting list, you can get in to the seven day free trial. Chris, how are you doing, sir? Good. Good to be with you today, Matthew. It's been a long time. It's been a year, Chris. It's our anniversary. That's right. It's been a long time. <laughs> a lot's, and a lot's happened in this last year. And I'm, I'm uh, very happy to be able to update you on it. Yeah, no, so it's fantastic. Like, last time we were in London, we got to speak to each other face to face. You laid out your plans then. I'm really keen to kind of catch up with you and share the story with these guys. So why don't you give everyone a one minute overview of what your business is in and we'll kind of dive into what you're doing. Okay, so Nova Minerals, our flagship is the Estelle Gold Project here in Alaska. And if you recall, uh, last year we had a two and a half million ounce resource. We've really ramped things up this year. And uh, we recently released an interim resource, uh, 3.3 million ounces, and that's only a first step towards our, uh, our guidance for next year, which is uh, five plus million ounces. We, uh, we're located here in the Tintinas, one of the most prolific belts in terms of discoveries and production in uh, the re- recent decades. And uh, we have an intrusive related gold system, very large gold system. Um, and these are, are marked by 20, 30 year mine life, Heap leach type operations, world class, world class. Beautiful. Okay, look, it has been a year. When I last spoke to you, you had a few other things going on. I think, you know, both Avi and Louis were looking at, you know, the optionality around lithium. You had some uh, project in Australia too. Can we just sort of park those outliers so we can get to focus on Estelle properly, if you don't mind? So, what's happening in Australia? You had a, you had a JV um, with uh, Newmont, for instance. That's right. So that's the Officer Hill Joint Venture. And, and Newmont's the thing uh, that nicely with, with, with drilling. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's going ahead and, um, and there's not much news to report there. In terms of the, uh, the, um, the, the Snow Lake Lithium Project, we're looking for the best value for our shareholders. We're actually uh, gearing up now to start a PEA, uh, a scoping study on that as well, uh, coming here very soon in the, in the coming months next year. And uh, so uh, that's progressing nicely. Remember, that's a that's a cash flow ready project. So that's a that's a direct shipping ore potentially to the uh, tan- Tango mine, and um, there'll, there'll be news. There'll be some news flow on that in in the coming month. Right. So what's happened there? Because I, I, I hear you uh, with regards to Australia. Um, you'll let us know when there's something to say. With the lithium project, a year ago you were saying twelve to eighteen months. You want to be cash flowing. So. Obviously, something you were looking at partnering with a Chinese partner there. So something's changed. So what what have you guys changed in terms of your thinking? Right. So you know the lithium market has been a bit depressed uh, in, in the last year or so, but it's starting to come back. It's starting to come back for sure. And uh, you know with the uh, the recent uh, Piedmont deal with with Tesla, and and so we're you know we're looking. There's a there's definitely a resurgence in, resurgence in the interest in lithium. Remember, our project is what we in, in what we call uh, 
Auto Alley, Auto Alley, which which kind of comes through North America uh, from Texas up through through Manitoba where we are. And so we're looking to uh, again progress that project to develop it for sure, and uh, and and to to uh, look at some other arrangements perhaps in 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 a similar vein to uh, uh, Piedmont with, with the Spodumane project, right? But you guys are talking about shifting. Correct. You guys were talking about shifting or literally doing nothing with it, just shifting it. Down the down the road by rail and working with this Chinese partner who had processing uh, capability. So, again, are you saying you changed your mind because the market conditions had changed, or did the deal not work out with the Chinese? No, not at all. So the, that deal's still on the table, and um, we're we're still we're still we're still working with that partner and looking at that. But we're also looking at other options. You know, you have to keep your uh, your options open and. Uh, there, with the resurgence in the lithium market, you know we're we're getting quite a bit of interest. Um, you know we're all we're, we're we're looking again at maybe perhaps doing some value adding there, perhaps. But nevertheless, either way, uh, we we will be progressing to a PEA study uh, very soon in the very near future. So you're gonna you're gonna start a PEA study. Is that have you got the money to be able to do that? Uh, right. So we'll we'll be uh, we're, we're looking at that now to uh, to fund that. That PEA, and also I should mention, well, because one of the uh, the the um, uh, highlights that that of of recent is the Manitoba government is uh, uh, really pushing resource projects in the province there, and so we've managed to tap into matching funds with the Manitoba government uh, to do. Uh, um, the, we we just received some some cash to do some geophysical surveys, and there'll be more. Uh, we're applying for more, and there'll be more to come. Uh, in, to fund some more drilling and uh, some of the PEA studies. So the Manitoba government's really getting to push resource projects with Snow Lake being uh, one of their higher priority uh, projects that they're looking at funding with matching funds. Okay, excellent. So you've got, you have the cash today and they will match the funds that you use at Snow Lake on the lithium project for, to start a PEA. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Gotcha. Fantastic. Good. Okay. Well, like, um, let us know when that. I'm sure you'll let the market know when that begins and that process. And and, and when you say like add value, what's what, what's the end game there for you? Deliver a PEA and then just ship it off or uh, spin it out or what, what's value add mean? Right. When I say value, add value, so uh, do the con, do the the flotation and the and the uh, concentration to six percent spodumene on site with our own plant. Because remember, we have options to. Uh, not only shipped down to uh, the Tanko mine, but also uh, within numerous potential customers in the auto alley, as well as we have the port of Churchill to the north of us uh, on, on the rail line as well. And, you know, they're, they're really looking for some commercial activity to, to, uh, to be shipping uh, to the church of Port Hill and off to markets, Europe and, and such off, off to the, uh, to the east. Okay. So that's going to so be there's, interesting. There's a- Potential for that. So that's interesting. So if you're going to produce your own spodumene, there's going to be some technical know-how. You're a gold guy, right? Um, you're going to have to bring in a partner to help you do that. Was that yet to be decided? That's yet to be decided. So we we're, we haven't looked at any potential partners in terms of uh, mining or or uh, or processing at this stage. We'll do that on our own. Right, because that because that's just that not only skill set that you need to probably bring some money to the table as well because that that's a very expensive process. Right. Right. Okay. Well, like, so in terms of money to the table to to develop and, and uh, progress the project forward, uh, a number of uh, a number of um, options there have have stepped forward. Okay. 
I'm going to park it. We'll come back to that another time. Um, interesting, like I say, lithium slightly depressed place at the moment, but a little bit more noise off the back of battery day and, and, and things like that, especially with the Piedmont deal you mentioned. Sh should we talk about gold? Way more fun, right? Yes. Way more Good. fun. Yes. So <laughs> let, let's talk about Estelle. So, so what's so Lithium's coming back, Matthew. Lithium's coming back. I know. It's so all, we're, it's, it's, it's still there. It's all about timing. It's all about timing, Chris, as you know. Um, so let's talk about a style because it's a very gold frothy, uh, you know, very good gold environment, very frothy environment for gold. So what have you done in the last year since I last spoke to you? Right. So we really ramped things up from, from last year. Remember, we had that two and a half million ounce resource, which was just above and beyond even our expectations. And so based on that, we decided to really ramp things up this year. We brought in a permanent camp and we've permanent infrastructure to be able to operate year round there. And we embarked on a 25,000 meter, uh, 48 hole drill program uh, in about April, May this year. And at this stage, we've completed that initial drilling program, but based on what we've encountered, uh, we've added additional drilling. So now we think, we believe we can get up to 40,000 meters drilled this year uh, with three rigs operating. And we're now up to about 60 holes that we've drilled. So. It's been full steam ahead for, for us in terms of what we control. Uh, we've had a, a slight bottleneck with the assay turnaround eight to 10 weeks out. So uh, our initial plan was around this time of, of the year to, uh, you know, based on that 25,000 meters to release a resource, a global resource. However, the data hasn't all come back yet. And so we decided to release this interim resource, uh, which only includes 16 of the holes. Uh, and just based on that, where else can you drill 16 holes and uh, increase your in resource inventory by 800,000 ounces. And so that, that interim resource is 3.3 million ounces, uh, one small step towards, uh, towards our guidance for next year, which is plus 5 million ounces, which will incorporate all the 48 holes plus the additional drilling we'll do, we're doing. Now, uh, into the foreseeable future, into 2021 and beyond, we, we expect to be able to drill eight, 80, another 80,000 meters uh, next year. And so we've commenced our PEA here at Estelle with uh, additional metallurgical test work. Uh, that's already started. We're, we're uh, in the, in the uh, final uh, throes of, uh, of signing a, a, an agreement with a very reputable engineering firm and financial modelers to take us through to the PEA and beyond to the, to the feasibility study. We, we, we plan to release the 2021, about mid 2021, and then go straight into uh, PFS drilling. Uh, then in 2022, we'll be commencing our feasibility study. And uh, in 2023, 2024, we'd like to have a decision of mine. So we're really on the, the fast track here on our path to production. Yeah, you definitely are. I mean, I've no doubt that you want to fast track it. So let, let me just try and explain to people what you're doing here. So the, the types of grades you're uh, finding, they're quite low grade across the board, aren't they? I mean, this is a bulk project. That's right. So relatively lower grades, but remember these heap leach style operations are some of the most profitable mines in the world. And uh, cer certainly grade is in, uh, is in the, uh, the, uh, the king's court of important uh, aspects of any type of operation. But you know, there's, other, there, there's many other things. Uh, recoveries are, are one. Recoveries. If you look at a heap leach style operation, um, what uh, our, our peers here in the Tintino Gold Province produce gold at 55 to 60% recovery. Remember, 
when you uh, when when you take material that that you mine and you have to crush it down to a smaller size fraction, that uses an immense amount of energy. So that's very costly. So even some mines that get say 90, 95% recovery, they've, it, they've spent an ex extraordinary amount of money to try to crush it down and pulverize it to basically find dust to get that type of recovery. Whereas if you can have a heat bleach operation uh, and take it run of mine, just dig it up, put it on a heat bleach pad, you can produce gold at, at, at uh, recoveries in the 55 to 60% range in uh, as far as our peers go, at, at, at an extreme, at, at an incredible profit. Some of the most profitable mines in the world. These guys are producing a six to $800 uh, an ounce gold. And what sets us apart is that on our early stage metallurgical test work, we have 76% recovery already. This is before our current, uh, the results of our current uh, uh, next stage of metallurgical testing um, has even been completed. And so we only expect that number to go up. That, that's huge to the bottom line. That's huge to the bottom line. The other, the other thing about uh, these intrusive system, which allows you to uh, um, uh, produce at, at such a low cutoff grade in terms of the economics is the, the ore body geometry. So you're not talking about a narrow vein structure, uh, very narrow vein structure. The ore body geometry is like a, it's like a giant blob, like a big ellipse, like a large mm -hmm. Zeppelin in the ground. And so when you go and dig it up, you know, you're not, your ore loss and your dilution, your waste dilution, uh, it isn't that big of a factor because when you're mining, you're, the boundary between ore and waste, it, you, you don't encounter that. Very small amount of the surface area of the total uh, deposit is actually the ore waste boundary. And so everything you're digging up is basically pay dirt, right? And even where the ore waste is based on a certain cutoff, when you go beyond that, you're not going into complete waste rock. It's just, you're just mining a little bit less gold. So it still has gold in it. And so these type of, the, these type of, uh, um, the, these type of uh, features of the ore body with the intrusive related gold system make these extremely profitable. Remember, we're also on the surface. So the mineralization starts on the surface, open pit stop, uh, heat bleach operation, as I said, 20, 30 year mine life. And uh, it just makes for just fantastic economics. Yeah, I, th there are lots of bulk operations around the world making money. I'm just wondering how you're planning yours, though, because again, it, it, it's, it's early days. You, you know, you've got a, a, quite an aggressive drill program going on there, and you've outlined a very aggressive delivery schedule. But and five million ounces guidance for next year is great. Do you think that's going to be enough to make the market pay attention? There's lots of Canadian stories with way more than that um, at the moment, and you know they're struggling. Right. So, so uh, the 5 million ounces is our lower guidance, by the way, uh, we, we have at, at the Corbell or at the, at the Corbell deposit, we have uh, a number of, of geophysical anomalies, which we're targeting. And we, we call them initially target A, B, C, and D. And so what we're talking about where our resources currently focused is on targets A and target B, right? And so target A and target B have now converged. So we call that Corbell Main. And this is where we, uh, our guidance is for the 5 million ounces. We've already poked some holes into target D, block D we call it. And we're seeing sheeted quartz veins there with arsenopyrite, very indicative of, of the mineralization. The target C and target B, uh, target C and target D are larger and actually stronger anomalies same geophysical signature as A and B were, and we're already seeing 
the, the, the geology there to show us that uh, just based on that alone, we'll be able to double the size of the resource. Remember, 10 million plus ounce deposits are not uncommon here in our neighborhood, right? You got Pogo, you have the 40 million ounce Donlin Creek, Kinross, Fort Knox, uh, Victoria Gold, 10 million ounces just alone at Corbell. And so what we're talking about is just the Corbell deposit. Remember, we have a 220 square kilometer claim block out here and with 15 other known prospects at various stages of advancement, uh, which we're also um, have been doing exploration over the summer. And we, we have some fantastic uh, results coming from RPM, which is right down to the south, the prospect to the south. Um, we have a historical drill hole there of over 100 meters at over a gram. And we'll be following that up uh, very soon. There'll be some uh, more news coming out with some of the uh, sampling that we've done down there. So look out for that. Also, shoe shine prospect. So we're really unlocking a district here, Matthew, right? So we'll have a central uh, processing, a central uh, mine, mine processing facility at the Corbell deposit. And then over the years have a pipeline of other prospects coming from these outer lying uh, areas that'll feed into that. And so 5 million ounces plus for next year, but uh, we expect with, with our drilling to continue on a, uh, into the foreseeable future nonstop that uh, we'll easily achieve that and and uh, go above and beyond in the year in the in the year and years to come. How do you finance that? I mean, are you going to? I mean, reality. Be straight with me. Are you going to offload um, Thompson Brothers or Officer Hill? We don't really need to do that. So we we have thirteen and a half million dollars in the bank right now. Um, so we're very cashed up. You know, we're very liquid, uh, and uh, we have a number of parties now. People are really the smart money, as they say are really starting to take notice of what we have here at Estelle, world-class, and a number of mandates on the table. So we have, uh, we, we, we certainly can, can uh, choose our own direction to uh, give us uh, additional funds to take us through the feasibility uh, and, 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 and then stick with us for the pat and to, to uh, develop the actual operation. So uh, money is not really a problem for us right now. Nice, so you got some mandates on the table from smart money, like, like for how much? Absolutely. No, but how much? Several. And when? Uh, well, I can't. I can't reveal too much right now. But certainly, we're 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 in talks to be able to easily fund what we're trying to achieve uh, it, through next year and beyond. Okay. End of August, you saw a huge spike in your share price. Um, what what was going on there? Because I noticed around the same time you you released a press release about high grade gold rock samples, or was that more about option, expired options? What was going on? Uh, both, both actually. So the, uh, remember our share price was a bit depressed during the, during the, um, I'd say summer months, summer in Alaska, I guess that'd be winter in Australia. But uh, because we had, we had uh, uh, the options were expiring at the end of August. So our share price was a, a bit depressed due to that, due to those dynamics. And so that, that was released. That, that in uh, uh, when the options expired on October 31st. And since then, uh, you know, the market has, has re-rated us to what we're, we're, we are actually at a price level we're supposed to be uh, based on our uh, current resource and the guidance that we're giving and the successes that we've had uh, with, our, uh, with our resource, um, um, building up this resource. Remember, there's, there's a number of reputable analysts and uh, uh, that have, have a price target Barry Dawes in Australia would be one of them, have a price target at 20 cents. What is he looking at? He's looking at that, that guidance of five, uh, plus five million ounces. And so 
Um, the, the market, we're just keep being priced to what we truly have here. You know, we're uh, with what we have internally, we're, we're a billion dollar company, Matthew. We're a billion dollar company and the, mar- and the market's starting to, uh, to, to, to realize that. And so um, that, that's one thing. Also with, the, with our drilling, in terms of what we have here, with, with our drilling, remember when we embarked on this drilling program this year, we really stepped out to see if we can find the core bell deposit as well as capture tons Tons are king. Volume is the game with these intrusive related gold systems. Now, we've managed to capture a lot of tons. We've gone from almost 200 million ounces to 300 million, uh, sorry, 200 200 million tons to 300 million tons in this current resource. And by next year, we should be up into the four to five tons around that half gram gram, uh, uh, per ton range. And so we've managed to capture the tons, but we haven't managed to find the limits to the Corbell deposit. In fact, it's just getting larger and larger. And so with that drilling, we've intersected some uh, very high, much higher grade feeder zones, especially down to the southeast of Block B. And uh, what, we're, what we're now doing with our, with our additional drilling is focusing in on those feeder zones and those high, uh, higher grade areas and the market's taking note of that. People that are following our news flow know that we've got some really good results coming up based on that. Okay. Um, so where's this smart money from, Australia or Canada? All over, all over. So, you know, mainly Australia. We're an Australian listed company. So uh, our, our main focus has been Australia, but also North America. Right. Okay. And what can you, so what can you tell us about the, the drill results? We know, we, know the, we know the grades, but in terms of, because the, the, big, the big moment is going to be around the metallurgy, right? So that's when you're going to know a bit more about the economics. You're doing a PEA at the moment. So what, what's the timing on that? So the so the PEA the, the metallurgical test work has started already and and uh, we're looking at heap leach so some column test work we're looking at CIL uh, conventional CIL uh, with some bottle roll uh, more detailed bottle roll test work also we're looking at ore sorting so ore sorting technology has just uh, come a long way in recent years and we have one of the world's leading experts that's actually worked on our Snow Lake. Uh, project and he he looked at our ore here and he said this is just perfect ore for uh, for ore sorting and so ore sorting will be able to ore body by you know in some cases 10 12 times those results you know we'll we'll see what the results have but we have uh, um, you know we're very optimistic about the results of the ore sorting now uh, that and and that and that's our metallurgical test work that'll be released with the PEA come mid year. We'll also have a uh, the new resource global resource estimate incorporating all the 40, 48 holes and even more 25 30,000 meters come early uh, um, 2021. Then we'll begin our our, uh, our mining studies, you know, with our, our pit optimizations. And so we expect the PEA to be released in uh, in twenty in 2021. Well, what in terms of processing, what we're looking at? So the bulk amount of the ore will likely be uh, heap leach, will, will be heap leach. But internal to that, with the ore sorting upgrades, as well as these higher grade feeders that we're encountering, we'll probably have a, a, a CIL circuit as well to process some of that higher grade material. So we'll have numerous uh, processing streams. Okay. Is what it looks like to us. Okay. So, you, I mean, you live up in Alaska, right? right I do, now. yes. So, and is this a 12 month uh, a year operation or is, are you going to be restricted? In any way, right? So yes, it is a twelve-month year year operation. Remember, we brought in a permanent camp last year, and that's been established. We have all the infrastructure in place. We have a great uh, uh, airstrip, a four thousand foot airstrip, so we can bring in very large planes like the DC three. 
Um, and we're, we're drilling out there right now. In some ways, it's easier to operate in the, in the winter because in the wintertime, we have a snow road. And that's where we bring in a lot of our equipment and uh, a lot of our camp units and things like that. So, yes, we, we put ourselves in a position where we're a year-round operation. Okay. And um, so with the 13 million bucks, I mean, how much more of that you got to spend on the actual infrastructure or is it all going on drilling? 95% in the, in the ground. Not, so we, we have our infrastructures in place, our camp, you know, it's, it's a matter of adding, you know, a, a, another sleeper here and a, another uh, small, small logging tent there. But in terms of the major infrastructure and uh, that's all in place now. So everything's in the ground, uh, 95% of it. Beautiful. Drilling. And so, and how's it been with regards to like COVID there? You know, is it affecting, I know you said assays are a bit slow coming back eight to 10 weeks versus I suspect two weeks. Um, but in terms of getting personnel up there, being able to drill, are you being slowed down any? Right. So the, 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 the things that we're in control of directly, no, we've been full steam ahead. You know, Alaska's, I guess more going the Sweden model, Matthew. Uh, we're, uh, we've been open since May. Um, we, we do, you know, we're being smart about it, obviously. Every time we have very good testing up here and any, anytime someone goes into the camp, they get, a, they get a test. And so we haven't had any issues. We're naturally six miles apart up here as opposed to the required six foot, you know, I, I like to say. So uh, in, in terms of slowing us down, no. Now there has been a bit of a bottleneck with uh, the assay lab due to, uh, you know, it has been high season. So a number of other projects have been uh, putting samples in the lab as well as uh, they haven't been able to put full crews on this and that eight to 10 week turnaround, which is why we, we felt that we had to update the market with this interim resource, um, which is what we did, which only has the 16 holes. You know, there's another 30, 40 holes to come for the global resource. Okay. And since I spoke to you this time last year, you're four times the price. Okay. You, you've, you've quadrupled in uh, your share price, which is really good going. Um, a lot of that, Gold's doing what it's doing. I think you know, that's a big part of it. But you guys also are going along at a lick uh, here as well. How much of your lithium project and your Australian project do you think the market is giving you credit for in that 170 million market cap? At, at, this, at this stage, the recent price moves, uh, I, I would say uh, that, that would be a minor component. This has mainly been based on the gold project is still. This is a world cat. This is a world class gold gold uh, district, and uh, that's what the market is pricing in. And so, wh- when when further news flow comes for some of these uh these these other operations, Snow Lake comes. That'll only add to the share price. And so right now the market is just and it's just getting started. In our in our in our opinion, uh, the the share price movement. So. This is, this is all about the Stell Gold Project. The market's starting to catch on that we're under a world-class uh, district here. Nice way to finish, Chris. Thanks for the update. It sounds like you guys are motoring, um, and well done on, on that one. Um, I would be keen to get catch up with you and sort of see how you're getting on with the, with the drill program and the PEAs um, when you've got a bit more news. Stay in touch. Absolutely, yeah. So, We're just getting started, Matthew. The best is yet to come, and I look forward to uh, the next update. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.